Now more than ever, transportation business owners need industry experts at every stage in their company's life cycle. We bring them to you in the hot seat. Welcome to In the Hot Seat with the Tinney Group. We've got a great show this afternoon. Joining us, Ryan Schreiber, transportation logistics professional extraordinaire is with us. Ryan, welcome. Thanks, Spencer. Thanks for having me. This is going to be this is going to be fun. I'm glad we're finally able to do it. I see you brought that glorious beard with you. Let's get down to business here. Yeah. Um, before we jump into the hot seat format here, let's just get 30 seconds. Uh, I know you got a lot of irons in the fire as it relates to transportation logistics. Just tell us, you know, what you're working on, what you do, and uh, and we'll get going. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So I'm Ryan Schreiber. Uh, my day job is uh, working with Carrier Direct, which is a management consulting and technology delivery firm uh, focused on transportation and logistics. So I work with transportation providers, carriers, intermediaries, uh, and I work with shippers. We work with uh, technology companies in freight and freight tech. Um, do you have my irons in the fire? I work with a lot of freight tech companies as an advisor. I have a podcast talking to leaders in freight and freight tech. Spencer, you're going to be on there. This may be news to you now, but you're going to be on there at some point this year. And um, so, yep. Excited. Yeah. Got a lot going on. Well, I always appreciate every time that we connect. I'm very excited about this conversation. So let's get to it. All right. So what, you know, being in the tech space, what right now, what are the conversations that you find yourself having right now as it relates to cutting edge technology and things that are front of mind in the transportation logistics space? Yeah, the uh, the most our conversations really are centered around the a lot of it's the intersection of the business and technology, which is exactly where it should be. Um, so kind of the theme of these conversations that we're having the most frequently now are really around de-risking decisions and lowering the cost of service. Uh, so, you know, historically, you'd have to make these really big decisions with technology, big buy a huge TMS or buy a huge ERP and implement it. And really, companies are looking at breaking that down more and de-risking the decision into smaller decisions. So a lot of tech strategy work, um, right, to, to look at breaking that up. Um, and then lowering the cost of service. So things like um, shippers and uh, uh, are looking to give more freight to their transportation providers. So um, I think many of our peers are acknowledging that, hey, in order to win, I've got to leverage technology better. What's what's one way that you wish uh, owners within the transportation logistics space thought about technology differently? That's a that's an that's a great question, um, and it it really comes down to. Uh, I, I got to give you two because I don't think I can settle on one. The the first, though, is thinking about technology starting with the business. As I just said on that last kind of answer, the intersection of technology and the business. Too often, it's, it's vice versa. Somebody buys technology because it's cool or they buy a piece of technology because they think it will solve all of their business problems. And it doesn't happen that way. You don't buy technology in a vacuum. The software has to actually fit what you need very tactically in your business and different pieces of software may seem like they will, but you have to get really in the weeds there. 
Um, so I really wish people would think that differently about that and then understand that there's change management that goes along with that. Process may need to change. Compensation may need to change. Doing Training needs to happen. And it's not just a walkthrough on how to work the software after an implementation. Like implementing, it's not enough. You have to do that change management. The second really is higher level. And I've got to say this because I, I just am dying to tell as many people about it as I can. We need to talk about how automation is not meant to replace people. And the relationship that people and technology have, we need to remove the feeling. There's a lot of feeling that's tied up in it. And there's a lot of like emotion and pride in, well, we've, you know, this is the way that we've done it. And so-and-so has been here for 30 years and a computer can't do it better than I can. And the reality is like, let's just take pricing for an example. Somebody's been here for 30 years. They can't price better than an algorithm. And that's just patently not true. The, like an algorithm is going to be better at that, but there's an emotion tied up in it. And that automation is really there to allow people to focus on what they're great at, right? To focus on relationship building, not clicking buttons. To focus on nonlinear thinking and problem solving and not on the things that really an algorithm can do better. So we need to get the emotion out of it is the other part that I would really say. So what is one or two things that you are super excited about as it relates to the transportation logistics space, where we're headed in the uh, future? Everybody, everybody who's met me knows that I'm excited about a lot of things. Um, I'm really excited, excited about um, you know, the applications of things like conversational user interface and, and something that I refer to as like assistance with decisioning. And those are much longer conversations than what we can probably have here. Um, I'm really excited about the pace of change in our industry from a technology perspective and how quickly things are moving uh, with technology. You know, the question I get all the time, and it kind of ties into what I just talked about a moment ago, like are legacy brokers and trucking companies going away? And, and invariably I answer that question, they don't have to, right? Because there's Uber Freight out here, there's Variant, there's companies that are doing things that are really cutting edge. And there's a sense of, do I need to worry about that? Like, can I, can I kind of keep doing things the way that I've been doing? And the reality is, yes, you have to worry about it, but also it doesn't have to mean you go out of business. And the pace of change with technology has really meant that companies can keep up. It's democratizing access to mm. some of these amazing tools. I love that. So what advice would you give to uh, the businesses, for instance, that we come across that have high interest in building value and understand that leveraging technology, getting better in that area, maturing in that area, it has to play some role. Um, but they're very new. What, what advice would you give them to start taking te uh, steps in that direction so that they be can become a more valuable company? I think that's it. all starts with figuring out exactly what you want from an exit and what your timeline is for getting there, which is why I, you know, which is why you and I have a great relationship because that's one of the things you work with companies on. Because if you're, trying to get out of your business in a relatively short timeline, call it three to five years, a heavy investment in differentiating technology isn't going to really make that big of a difference in your business. So you want to look at what are some of the things that you can do to improve your financials, to improve cash flow, but that are lower investment and lower risk. So you're going to look to be buy heavy. Whereas historically, that wasn't an option as much. Um, so that's one of the things that I would definitely counsel folks who are talking to you on is get out of your mind that you have to build something to be able to get better with technology.
All right. Wild card question here. How many pigs in a blanket have you eaten in one sitting? This is an amazing <laughs> question, and you might edit this out, but I'm going to tell you why. So I have not, I had not eaten a pig in a blanket in maybe 20 years. And because we've had this snow in Texas recently, the other, the other night, my wife and I go, the only store we could get to is this Walmart, like Express. And there were some pigs in the blanket in the frozen section. And I go, you know what? Those seem really good. So I bought them. <laughs> and I, I probably ate 10. And that same day, Timothy Duner from Freight Waves texted me and said something about pigs in a blanket. I hadn't thought about pigs in a blanket, haven't <laughs> talked about pigs in a blanket in 20 years. And now for the third time this week, pigs in a blanket are coming up. I swear to you, this is unbelievable. But so the answer to your question is 10. But that, that story is just too good to tell. But what I'm are not, the odds? I'm going to get a little help from our friends at uh, Freight Waves with that little bit. So I've got, oh, one, okay. I've, got one, I've got one more wild card for you. So uh, I love, um, you know, some of your, your taglines and even some of the people that refer to you. They talk about just um, one of the true connectors uh, within oh, logistics. And so, and I believe that. I, I, so my question to you from from a thought leadership standpoint, who do you who do you look at? Is whether it be at the tech side or on the connection side that you really uh, look look up to that has uh, influenced the way you do business. I would say that some of the people that I am the mo that, that really inspire me from the way that they think about problems, Ryan Rogers uh, is one of those folks uh, from uh, formerly of Covenant uh, as their chief transformation officer, but you know, US Express, Amazon, his background. Um, the, the one answer I'll give that's self-serving is a couple of folks on my team at Carrier Direct. Mm -hmm. So there's a guy on our team named uh, uh, Joe Yunka, um, and then Peter, our CEO, Peter Rentschler. Um, there are people who really challenge me every day in the way that I think about things. Uh, and, and it's, it's, it's actually part of the reason I love what I do and I love where I work. So, well, you're challenging us, sir. Appreciate you challenging you. the industry to think big. It's been a pleasure having you in the hot seat. Um, again, it's, uh, we're here to bring value to the industry. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. That was, that was enjoyable.